One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And Ellie, I'm really excited. Guess who's on the couch next to us? Well, I'm looking at her, so I think my <laughs> guess is going to be a good one. Is it Emma Scott Child? It is, it's Emma Scott Child. <laughs> the Instagram sensation and craft expert. The very one. And mother of two children. Designer of the coolest bars in London, all of London, and Ellie, she's written a goddamn fucking book. Oh, hurrah! I love books and I love her. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening. Until next time. Uh, <laughs> Buy her book. Oh, Emma, welcome to the Scummy Mummy sofa. Uh, we've known we've known Emma for a few years now, and we are overly impressed with her design skills <laughs> uh, and her drinking skills. We've been out on the lash with you a few times. Oh, yes. Uh, you came to my 40th birthday party and delivered my yes. house to about 3am. So, <laughs> so she's yeah. good people, listener. She's good people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're thrilled you're here because you've written this amazing book. Let's tell everyone what it's called. It's called Quick Crafts for Parents Who Think They Hate Craft. Yes, yeah, so if you're about to turn off, listener, because you hate craft, <laughs> you haven't touched a Pritt stick since 1984, you can't bear glitter, yeah. we feel your pain, but it doesn't have to be that way, Emma, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. I'm here to solve your woes, all your craft woes. All right. Because it turns out kids quite like a bit of craft, but kids, parents are like, no! Kids fucking love it. Yeah. They love it. And they love getting messy and they love just destroying your house and painting your sofa and mm. all of that shit. And what I'm trying to do is, is to do craft without all the messy stuff. So you can actually get involved with craft and really enjoy it and everyone has a nice time and you don't just shout at your children the whole way through not just at the end yeah (laughs) just at the end i mean yeah because we've all have we not all done that thing where like you go yes today i shall be maybe 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 you're like this every day emma probably but i'm like today i should be the crafty mother yes i shall get out the poster paints and the sponges and the brushes and fill the jar with the water and the newspaper and the apron and all the things and they come over and they pick up a brush and they go one splodge on the paper and they go bored now yeah. can I watch TV yeah or they spin around with the paintbrush and just put a big stripe across the wall or something because oh, they're just nice. flailing their arms around so yeah this is exactly why I made the book because we lived in a flat that was very small and I bought a really nice sofa for the first time in my life and I was like okay I have to come up with some crafts that don't destroy the house because I really like my house now that's right when crafts go wrong <laughs> exactly exactly and also I, I want other people to get involved in it because I think it can be really fun and there's so many things that are valuable about doing craft that we sometimes don't see and so I, I want everyone to get involved right okay so minds the- will be blown <laughs> lives will be changed yeah so can you give us we've got a copy of the book here can I yeah. so can you give us an example what are your, some of your favourite quick crafts in okay. the book Emma so we've got one that is basically scrunched up piece of paper so if you just get a piece of paper and you scrunch it up in a ball and then wrap some tape around it and get some 
pipe cleaners and you can make some little arms and legs and turn it into a monster. And it doesn't have to be like a perfect kind of Pinteresty, gorgeous thing. It's mm. just it's a scrunched up piece of paper. You can put some eyes on it, and then kids will come up with a story about what that character is. You can make a whole set of them, and then you can have a sort of fun game about you know where do they live what are their names this is mr snuggle snatch or whatever yeah i mean you know oh heard that one before <laughs> what you do on your own time is, uh, is your own business but yeah look at this look loo roll rockets now that looks, that looks feasible to me i've got toilet rolls i've got you know bits of paper lying about i've got felt tips i, I can do actually love, achieve that i do love a loo roll there's a few loo rolls in there i couldn't do a craft book without making stuff out of loo rolls no i've got things that will basically take you five minutes to make but then the kids will play with them for another couple of hours oh. afterwards. so it's not just about making something and then putting it up on a shelf it's about making something and then the kids can play and you can go and have a martini or unstack the dishwasher or whatever and, and, and what's that I hear the listener say is it environmentally friendly Emma <laughs> it certainly is yeah. <laughs> so all, all of the stuff in the book is basically stuff that you will already have in your house so I didn't want to make things out of crazy craft equipment that you need to get like embroidery hoops and you know glue guns and stuff like that it's mm. all just sort of general stuff that you would have like toilet rolls and wrapping paper and bits of cardboard I love that bit with human hair as well that's amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nail clippings. I mean, you've yeah. thought of everything. Oh. Really nice. Really nice. Cat litter. Oh, that's nice. lovely. Just some porridge um, with some googly eyes. I love it. Um, but yes, excellent. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves, Ellie Gibson. Should we ask Emma about her family? All right, then. Go for it. Right. What a smooth segue. <laughs> Who are you, Emma Scott Child? I am Emma Scott Child. I am a creative director. I run a business with my husband. Um, what? What? <laughs> a wooga! A wooga! Back up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we run a brand. Do you make sexy agency. videos on the internet together? <laughs> is that what it is? I mean, that sounds like a lot more fun. Probably more lucrative. Yeah. And a lot more lucrative, yeah. yeah. No, we have a branding agency in Brighton and we design brands for hospitality businesses and also a lot of pet products. Uh, a lot of retail stuff. So we come up with not just the sort of logos and look and feel, but also sort of brand strategy and packaging and websites and all that kind of stuff. What what have you done? Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Tell <laughs> I mean, us tell us about dog food. Show oh me your God. brand. We've done Show so many dog foods. <laughs> We've done, I think, maybe 10 different dog foods. And because there's all different dog owners. So there's like the sort of organic dog owner and then there's the like techie dog owner and there's the what, wait, vegan what? dog owner how do you make food for the techie do you put like you iPads it's really in it or and you like have stats and you make the, the packaging all silver oh I see with bar graphs and stuff on it oh you know tech dog tech dog <laughs> is it called tech dog well then they're idiots surely I dog yeah <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a dogging website. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, um, what you know? You said you work with your husband. Why? Why would anyone do that? I don't know. Very tired. You get no break. It's fucking exhausting. That's why she's here tonight, listener, just so she doesn't have to see her husband's face. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. We we literally sit next to each other twenty four hours a day. <laughs> How is that? Um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. it really? Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean I love him very much, and he's he's wonderful. But running a business together is hard. It is really, really difficult <laughs> because there's there's very little difference between like looking at each other's work and saying like, oh, I'm not sure about that font, and like, why the fuck did you leave your pants on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
it's like the same emotion that you get yeah. sort of brought back to you, mm. except you're in an office environment with right. all of your employees. You've forgotten to put that font in. Plus, you forgot to pay the council tax <laughs> oh. bill. Yeah. Ah. And then is it like, do you ever have, is it like rowing in front of the kids? Do you have rows yeah. in front of the employees? Yeah. Oh, no. Sometimes, sometimes everyone just ends up sort of looking at their shoes. Oh. And, <laughs> and it's always over the dumbest thing as well. It will be like over a font or over like a Pantone colour or something really stupid. Oh, pants or Pantones. It's always something forever. <laughs> do you do that kind of gritted teeth like, okay, darling, okay. great. Darling, I love your illustration. Um, no, the thing we've realised is we just don't work on the same projects. So okay. we uh, like we have separate clients. Um, we have separate teams. We separate beds. Separate, <laughs> yeah. um, separate sexual partners. Ellie <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> has a separate duvet. And she said it changed her changed life. Changed my life. Changed Ooh. my life. I, I think I've talked about this in the podcast before, probably. But it's very big. In Scandinavia, apparently, it's quite normal to have separate duvets and even separate oh. mattresses just pushed together. Nice. But we just we just have a massive bed and then a, a duvet each, so we can have our, our own regulate our own yes. temperatures. Temperatures. You know, everybody's got their own space oh, and smell. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and just fat underneath. That's yeah. Nice. Oh, it's that a nice glorious. change. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe we need to introduce that in mm. the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it is like it is quite good having a business partner who you can talk about things with like at any hour of the day. Yeah. And I probably put up with things from him more than I would with any other business partner. So mm. yeah, it is it does work. It makes things a lot easier to divvy up the you know, dividends. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I'm asking really you, lazy with accounting, basically. I'm asking all this stuff now because Emma, next week, Ellie and I will go to Edinburgh and we'll mm-hmm. be working together and living together mm-hmm. every single day for a month. So, yeah. so I'm, you're saying it's going to be great. I'm not worried about that though. No. So I'm genuinely not because for me, it feels like it feels like I'm going on a holiday with you. I know, oh, and it actually I'm, does. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm don't, like, no, no expectations of sex, which is lovely. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. No. It keeps things easy. Yeah. And also, we went to Nepal together for oh. a week. And that was like most days we were sat next to each other in a car for 12 hours a day. Yeah. And I can't speak for you, but I found that perfectly pleasant, partly because I was drinking lager all the time. Uh, Listener, she was asleep a lot I of the time. Sleep a lot, yeah. And I was having mild panic attacks looking out down to the valleys of death oh, yeah. um, out the side of the window. But no, I. Ellie Gibson is, is, is probably the perfect travel partner. You're very relaxed. She likes a drink. She'll mm. eat anything and mm. piss anywhere. Piss anywhere, sleep anywhere, <laughs> eat anything. I'm, I'm actually lower maintenance like on holiday than I'm a hand. Yeah, yeah. So just like a friendly golden retriever. Oh, uh, nice. so yeah. I think we're good. gonna be fine, listener. I think it's, it's gonna be good. So, so you know, obviously you've done very well with your business because the dog you, food specifically. Dog food, <laughs> you've absolutely caught the face of dog food, Ellie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's, yeah. she's behind she's, the dogs. Sometimes <laughs> we design poo bags as well. That's always a good oh, brief wow. to get in the studio. Yeah. How how what what does one have to think? What are the factors one has to consider well, when you're designing your poo bag? You've got to make it look fresh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> got the tagline. Yeah, gotta be fresh. Gotta be fresh. Uh, we put we put some pictures of daisies on there. That's nice. It makes it like a, like a nice yeah. smelling feel. I'm sure, yeah. the dogs really appreciate that as well. <laughs> Not yeah. just a picture of a grumpy person with a with a poo on their shoe going. <laughs> ah! Yeah, pop this one in your pocket. No, yeah. Mm. yeah, no, that's always a good brief to get in. But yeah, bars. We've done quite a few bars. That's the other. Now, what's what's doing. the fancy one that everyone puts on Instagram? Uh, tonight, Josephine. Oh, so that is in Waterloo, and people have probably seen it on Instagram because there's a very famous sign, a neon sign that we did, which mm. says "Well-behaved women don't make history," which uh-huh. I know isn't technically the exact. Seldom quote. make history. Yes. <laughs> it's meant to be seldom make history. But I just thought it sounded cooler to say don't make history. And it was just cheaper, wasn't it, for the neon? Yeah, it was just just less less letters. (laughs) So that was fine. Yeah. But what 
you described to me when you said, oh, and I designed a bar. And I was like, right, so what you do, you put in some chairs, a bar, <laughs> uh, some lights and some paint. And you're going, no, Helen, I, it's, I create a character. And yeah. I make a whole character around yeah. the bar. We looked at, so the, the bar is in Waterloo. It's in a basement. It used to be the basement of a bike shop. It's very sort of boring kind of spot and we looked around the space and we went okay in this block there's 12 old man pubs and there's nothing for women so let's do the exact opposite of what is going on in the area um and because it's waterloo we thought sort of thought a napoleon and josephine kind of theme would be quite fun so we've got She's so creative <laughs> the bar upstairs is um called bar elba which is based on napoleon oh not idris what a disappointment oh. <laughs> not going now <laughs> <Soz>. <laughs> I love the idea of an Idris Elba. It's just pictures of Idris Elba. Oh, it's torsos. Oh. Uh, so we we decided on Josephine and we had a look at her history. And she was this kind of it girl. And she was really sassy. And mm. she kind of didn't give a fuck. And she was just fucking about and having parties and had lots of lovers while Napoleon was off fighting wars and doing all that shit. Um, so we sort of reinvented her as an it girl and thought, what would her cocktail bar look like? And how would we create a space that she would hang out in if she was here now mm. so we made it pink it's really really pink and it's really sparkly and we put some really sassy wallpaper up with sort of feminist slogans and these like feminist neon light boxes and stuff like that and yeah so you've done bars you've done crafts you've done yeah. books what's the weirdest thing you've ever had to design <laughs> so I've done, I've done a couple of weird things I, I mean I used to work for Damien Hurst so oh. shit gets weird um, so that was that was pretty wild but what was he like he was really nice. Oh. He's really lovely. Like one on one, he's a, he's a really nice guy. He just, I think, he just wants to be really wacky. Yeah. So he wants to he wants to have that kind of. So were you like chopping up horses and? <laughs> no, I had to design a little model of his Tate exhibition a few years before it happened, mm. and make tiny little versions of all of his artworks, and so he could have it in his office and push it around. Like a sort of oh, megalomaniac, wow. like a sort of war room. Like Winston yeah. Churchill, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with all of his artworks, rearranging them on all Like the... tiny sharks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But that's not the weirdest thing. So I, when I was in Australia, I um, I worked for this publishing company and we did, Helen, you might remember this magazine called Black and White Magazine. Ooh. Racy. <laughs> it was... Racy it was or like... racist? <laughs> Let me go about. anywhere I in Australia. Mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you never know. <laughs> Uh, no, it was like sexy. It was a very sexy magazine. It was nudes and it was oh, all in black okay. and white. And then you would get oh, people so it was like, like arty porn, arty porn, yeah. and, and porn like for, for Kylie people. would be on the cover, party, and, all that yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> and then occasionally we would do these like R-rated special editions that would be like knickers or like cocks or something like that, right? Um, and so I had to design these books, and then they had to be rated by the Australian ratings board to make sure they were R-rated and not X-rated. Because oh. then they had to, if they were X-rated, they had to be in a plastic bag and oh. all that sort of stuff. So it's so, R-rated like 18 in this country. Yeah, yeah I okay. think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can still sell it in a normal newsagent. Right. So this. So lady... what is the difference between R-rated and X-rated? Because <laughs> I mean, it's... I'm a prude, so I don't know. I barely <laughs> see my own bush. The thing, the thing was, this this lady had to come in and sit with me at my oh. computer. <laughs> And um, and basically just go through every image in the book and make sure it was okay. <laughs> she was like the, the woman you would least expect to have this job. She like was like this older lady with a cardigan on who like <laughs> she looked like she was oh on the way God. to like sell cakes at a church. And she, she was assessing cocks. She, was, she watched cocks all 
day. That was her job. This is what I've always found mad about censorship. This idea that there are a group of elite yeah. people who can watch all this stuff and not be corrupted by it, yeah, whereas yeah. the rest of us absolutely cannot be trusted. Like, yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. So, tell, like, so, so talk <laughs> us through some of the like the the borderline. Yeah, what's the criteria? What, yeah. what crosses the so, line? So if you so if you ha- you have a hand that is near an orifice, let's say, <laughs> right? Yeah, holes. Yeah, holes. Um, you have to be able to see the cuticle of the nail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've heard it here first on the scummy. It's an exclusive, Ellie. This is amazing. It does. I mean, in or out, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. make your mind so up. She's sitting there, she's like, oh, I don't know, love. I think you can. I mean, this lady here, you can just see the cuticle. That I think that's all right. I think. I mean, she's having a lovely time. <laughs> See, that's yes, what Australians say. Oh, having it. a lovely time. Having a lovely time. Having a lovely time there. But yes, you can see her cuticle. That one's that one's all right to go through. Oh, my, oh my God. God. And, well, one, I one, think one. it's her cuticle. <laughs> it could be a genital wart. It's hard to tell oh, from this no. angle, but it's fine. I think it's oh, fine. Wow. So, yeah. What about penises? Can you, is there a... Penises. There is, there's a certain angle you can have a penis. <laughs> yeah. right. Isn't there just... Getting out the protractor. Yeah, basically, oh, yeah. Like, God. if it's above 45 degrees, then it's considered erect. <laughs> Is it? Oh, wow. It's really hard to tell because of angles of photography and all sorts of... And if someone's holding it? Yeah, it's... I mean, it's tricky. Oh, wow. But I've oh, known tricky. in my time, some are 180, oh, you know, yes. some are about... We've all some, seen... Some gone off into all strange straight, directions. Straight forward, like a forklift truck. Wow. You just don't know. Oh, you just don't curve. know. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Little, little donk on the end. Yeah. I've been with someone who looked like... Who, who's like, you know, we coquettish, like going... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds quite off-putting. <laughs> Like it's, like it was it's, like a hook. Did it, did it look like it was going to start talking to you? Yeah, like, I find oh, that unnerving. I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, a little listening oh. penis. Oh, yeah, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's, that's a lovely thing. graphic design. Yeah. Wow, what wow. a life you've led. You've been on a journey. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So from porn to yeah. children's crafts. Children's crafts. <laughs> Here we are. What a lovely segue. Yeah, do you really think it's possible for people who are shit at craft to, to 
not be good at it, but at least be competent. <laughs> I don't want have them a go. to. I don't, I don't want them to be good at it. Right. I don't want them to. Well, then, because there'd be competition for you. You don't want everyone like <laughs> it. Yeah, everyone to be like good. Craft book. No thanks. <laughs> no, I don't. I, this is what I want to stop. I think because we've had Pinterest come along and make everything look really gorgeous mm. and beautiful, and and everyone feels like every birthday party has to have a big one of those tables with a big display behind it, and mm. everything has to be colour-coded and all that kind can of I, stuff. Can I just interject? I once went to a party at, in this very house and Ellie had got a baby bell and mm. on each baby bell she'd draw, drawn a spider's web. Oh, so it was, very nice. That's, that's that was cool. quite a fun... I, that, was, that involved a Sharpie, which I had in <laughs> I my know. house. Yeah, and mini baby bells. And literally still. just... My dad helped me with it. It was actually quite a fun... Yeah. I don't mind that sort of low-level craft. There yeah, was no there was glue. No glitter. There was no varnish. There was no, you know... <laughs> you weren't sculpting it out of baby bells or no. baby cheeses. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, no, see, that's the sort of thing... I want people to get involved with it and not feel like it has to be perfect. It has to be this big production. It has to be amazing. I think craft can be just really simple and it's just about being creative and mm. the process of doing something with your kids yeah it's not necessarily about coming up with something at the end of it that you want to show everybody and and sort of you know make into this perfect um i don't know masterpiece <laughs> it doesn't have to be but it, it, it's interesting because we've gone like so screen based mm. there has been and and you see it funny enough on your screens a resurgence in craft but not just with kids craft but with adult craft you're seeing yeah. much more kind of yeah you're Etsy you're not on the high street adult craft know. though makes me think of like pornographic <laughs> cross stitch <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure the key to showing yeah yeah, yeah. Right. oh yeah, my god no, I, I totally agree and I think the thing for me with creating this book is that online you know we have this these this world now where we just consume and we consume and we critique oh click click ASOS click yeah, yeah. and it's just you know all we do is consume things we lurk at things we critique things how often do we actually create something Mm. and so I want people to sort of take a step back and go okay I'm going to create something it might you know it might not be craft it might be a really good sandwich it might be like having a go at doing a French braid in your daughter's hair Mm. it might be you know just something or just like trying a different type of makeup you know it's 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 just doing something that puts yourself out there because so often we are just so quick to criticise people. If we all become creators of some sort, we will start to have more empathy for but everyone less else is doing it. I exactly. think that's what you're saying, Emma. Exactly. Saying. It's, yeah, and also we're teaching our kids that it's okay to take a risk to create something, even if you think it's going to turn out shit, mm. just to have a go at it and just to, to do it for the sake of just having a bit of fun and not take it so seriously. So mm. that's what I want people to do. That's, yeah. And then, and then people won't be bullies and cunts and, yeah, be nice. Yeah, and I so I've when I've done craft, I've sometimes struggled a bit with that thing of like I sort of find myself taking over because I actually yeah, find, yeah. I'm surprised by how much I'm enjoying it, <laughs> but then I'm like, but I want it to look like the you become picture. the art dictator. So I'm like, no, 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 you need to cut in a 45 degree angle. That's nobody's penis <laughs> looks like that. <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, like how how do you sort of stop yourself sort of making it about your aesthetic <laughs> <laughs> you know what the thing the thing i found that is actually quite good is you make your own one and the kids make their one mm. and you just sort of help each other oh, out that's, that's it. it so good, good three toilet rolls yeah. 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 yeah and you just you know and you say oh i'm gonna give mine curly hair or you know what yeah what are you gonna do with yours and just yeah yours looks shit them... what are you gonna do <laughs> do it again say. yeah <laughs> but yeah let them lead the way and the, the thing i've realized as well is people really underestimate kids they like kids that are really shit at scissors. They they can actually be really good at scissors if you just 
let them have a go at it and just sort of yeah take a step back and just see what they do with it and mm. even if they fuck it up even if they lose like, a finger yeah. they've had a go I mean, they've yeah. had a go it's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's fine now it's fine right. now yeah, it's it's back. Back. oh no it won't yeah um but yeah no what so what i really like about your book because i Gave it to my kids last week, and they literally got really excited. And you'll see in my book, there's like page corners that are yeah, going like, that. "Oh, so I want to make the super teddy, and I want to make this." And I was like, "God, I've forgotten," because I did so much, and I think I exhausted myself when they were really little. Because my kids are now eight and ten, and I used to do rice craft, where you like you put some rice yeah. in a big tray, and then put like you know paints and like let's just be creative. And then I, I just it drove me to drink. Yeah, oh. because it's all that stuff. It's so messy. It's like all so that, messy. The sensory play and yeah. all of that stuff. And they get loads of that at nursery and at school and they do mm. all of that kind of stuff. And I think the reason a lot of people stop doing craft is because they're like, oh, I can't handle it. I don't want to be sweeping up glitter for the next two years. Yeah. I just I just want something easy. So what I wanted to do was to take out all of those barriers for parents. So we've taken out anything that takes too long, anything that has tricky materials that are hard to find. So, you know, no So you were saying no, nothing from hobby craft. It's all from the pound shop or the supermarket. Yeah, so I set myself a little rule where I said, okay, I just want to buy everything from from the shops near me basically so that was the the Sainsbury's, WH Smith and the pound shop. And if I can't buy it from those shops, then it's not going in the book. And where do you live? It sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really so convenient. Awesome. Let's move to you Brighton. Should move to Hove. Yeah. So cool. to Cap, we've got three yeah. pound shops. It's yeah. amazing. Dream. Pound stretcher, pound land. Yeah. Uh, but no, I wanted I wanted to, this to be like a like a cookbook. So if you've got a rainy afternoon and you're sitting there and you might get a cookbook and go, all right, we'll make some cupcakes or something, you can open this book and go, okay, we've got all the ingredients to make this puppet right here, you know, under the the cupboard in the kitchen you know we've got sponges and gloves or whatever it is that we need so it's just stuff that you already have in your house it's not random mm. art supplies <laughs> no yeah but the thing is that there is always someone who's really enthusiastic about craft and then there's such a stigma about being the crafty person because mm. it sort of goes along with like being a massive dork or you know being like a massive overachiever or those sorts of things mm. and I think what it's actually really fun about craft is just doing something with your kids and coming up with some fun stories and some fun things to play with yeah so do you still do it with your kids even though you've done the book and stuff because so in the 80s my mum used to work for Usborne books (gasps) and she wrote a book called paper play and she did one about play-doh and she did one about oh just just everything there was a cooking book and there were christmas books and maths books and all this stuff so like but she she always says like she used to feel really bad because like i'd be at school and she'd like be like working away in the kitchen like toilet rolls (laughs) paper mache everywhere and then i'd come in and i'd be like oh yeah craft and she'd be like well I've got to clear this away now and cook spaghetti and meatballs like I can't and, and I've been doing it for eight hours like yeah. the last thing I want to do is more like I'm, I have been a bit like that with the kids actually especially with the, the ones that are going in the book and I've, I've like because I photographed all the book myself as well and it was all shot in our house so there were some things that I was sort of halfway through doing and then you weren't allowed to move it because if the eyes on it moved then it wouldn't be have continuity with the next shot and stuff like that so I did have to be a bit of a fascist with my kids like don't touch your craft <laughs> don't go in there craft is not for you it's not for you <laughs> like peering through the door and seeing this like magical colourful world of like confetti and tissue paper and like no 
Oh, well, I feel your children's oh. pain. I mean, don't worry. I've had about 35 years of therapy now and I'm starting to get over it. So I feel it's like fine. I'm looking into my daughter's future. Yeah. Seeing, seeing Did you not know this is your daughter? <laughs> I've not really had craft based therapy. That was okay. Just, okay. just relax. It's all right. It's fine. She can't fine. be five, within five metres of sticky tape now. No, no absolutely not. It's very, absolutely. Very, and I, I love the quote at the beginning of the book. Yes. How you said it was your parents who instilled this creativity yes they did so, so my parents were so crafty yeah my mum is uh or was before she retired a high school art teacher so and uh, and the very classic kind as well in the sort of caftans and big earrings and oh. the whole the works um and my dad worked at the natural history museum and he built all of the um dioramas in the museum wow so he used to build dinosaurs and make latex lizards and all sorts of cool stuff so i used to go to his workshop and you'd like open a plan drawer and there'd just be like all of these cast hands or faces or yeah bats or something (laughs) Amazing scenes. Well, there we go. Amazing. Now, uh, do we have a scummy mummy confession, do we think? So many, Ellie. Uh, so but let's many. start with Emma. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so uh, my scummy confession um, is from when my daughter Frida was at nursery. And she was at this lovely nursery in Brixton, um, which was run by all these um, older Jamaican auntie ladies who mm. were lovely and very, very direct. And... Um, I came in one day and it was really hot and all the kids were eating icy poles. <laughs> and they're those icy poles you get from like Tesco or whatever and they come in the white packets and they're all sitting there eating those. And I said, oh, you're having a, having an icy pole. And all the, all the ladies start like laughing and like elbowing each other and looking at me. And I was like, oh, okay, I don't know what's happening here. Um, and then one of them goes, oh, uh, Frida told us what you do with the, uh, with the icy poles. What? Hang like, on. What? I was like, um, what? She goes, oh yeah, yeah. She she told us that you uh, you put them up your whoop whoop. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you? I mean, I, I I mean, it took me a moment, and then I realised Frida thinks tampons, the packets for tampons, <laughs> oh, no. and icy balls. It was the, the same, same thing. Oh god! Oh god! Because she calls them gyna sweeties. Because when we go into oh. the loos. She's like, oh, I want a Gina sweetie for my Gina. I'm like, no, you can't have a Gina sweetie. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there I was, just standing there with all these ladies, just looking at me. And I thought, oh, wow. Why did, did I have children? Where, did, where, where do you go from there? I don't know. Now you say it's very, been a very hot day. It's not the worst <laughs> idea I've ever heard, to be quite honest. My friend said after you have a baby, uh, you know those the ones you get from the off license in the in the in the plastic packet. Yeah. Often, yeah. often blue. Don't open it, but after you have a baby, maybe put one near your flange Down just, just oh. to, you know, help yeah. the, the labia. <laughs> they call them zuba yeah. dupers in Australia. That's what they call them. Yes, they do. Yeah. Or oh, funny faces. They've got funny yes. faces on them. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Oh. We haven't even mentioned we're Australia, Elliot. It's been hurting me, but <sighs> Emma is from Australia. I'm from Australia. So that's a great story, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for coming. <laughs> we, um, we share a complex and fabulous culture. I mean, it's a culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
it's kind of a culture. Yeah. Harold yeah. Bishop and Crocodile Dundee. That's yeah. basically yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well yeah. done, Carly and, and Dame of course, Inna. colonialism. <laughs> so, well done, guys. Which was brought by the British. That's what yeah, I always. That's not our fault. I always find it really funny. Yeah. Like we're just a product of the bad British oh, people. Listen, but but this is the thing. I'm not proud of my country. <laughs> I don't go around going, you're British, I'm British, isn't it brilliant? Like Australians <laughs> you do. Would if, you were, if you were in Melbourne right now, that's exactly what you'd be doing. Wow, well, I wouldn't go to Melbourne, you see, because it's full of Australians. <laughs> so why would I go there? I'm trying, Melbourne, I'm trying. You keep oh. asking, when is Ellie coming? And I'm like, it's, it, maybe. Not maybe. today, Satan, not today. <laughs> too far, too hot. All right. Yeah, there we go. Oh, well, oh. there we go. Have you got a confession for us, Hanthorne? Oh, Ellie, uh, everything, everything's a disaster. Um, so um, I, um, a couple of episodes, or a couple of years ago, actually, I should say, we had Cherry Healy on the podcast, and we did a funny, funny thing where I produced different um, fanny-related objects <laughs> as a game, and one of them was a Femme Fresh can, and I thought that was a funny thing to, I don't, I don't even know what I was doing, I don't even know what I'm saying. Anyway, it's been knocking about in my house, and then I just I got it out the other day. And when I you say can, you mean like an aerosol yeah, to spray even, your yeah? Apparently badge. so. We don't we don't condone it. We don't support it on the right. podcast. Yeah, she didn't buy it for personal use. It no, was... for some reason it just keeps appearing in my house. Like I put it around. Just throw it away. Just I know. Away. Then I put it in a basket, and then like my mum was there, and then she looked at it, and then I looked at it, and I was like, "This fan fresh is not mine." And then the cleaner's been in. Everyone thinks I've got a smelly fanny, and I'm spraying it, but I'm not because I'm a feminist. But it's just there all the time. You just put it in the bin, mate. Just I did, but the, the bin hasn't been emptied yet because the cleaner hasn't been, and then she's going to see it. Or I could just put it in the big bin myself. But I'm Listen, lazy. I'm willing to take it off your hands at this point. I just, just to put you out. Don't buy Fem Fresh. Don't don't buy it. It's embarrassing and it's not good for anybody. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And certainly don't buy one. Then leave it in your house for four or five years. <laughs> But this is this is my anxiety this week, uh, listener. Is that my parents-in-law are coming to stay for the entire month of August because I'm going to Edinburgh, and so I am doing a bit of a supermarket sweep of anything incriminating in my house yes. that I've sort of forgotten about, like the Femfresh. <laughs> they probably will judge, uh, and now I'm a bit a bit of paranoid. So I've got to go around with new eyes, going, what will what mm. will they think of yeah. me? Mm. Yeah, or I think I'm, it's very late for that. <laughs> It's been 20 years, mate. Also, they're Australian. Um, Ellie Gibson? My confession is, uh, so today um, was, it was a bit of a sort of, it was a bit of a, what's the word? An emotional, a slightly emotional day, slightly emotional. Uh, So my son Joe is starting school in September. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you and I are fucking off to Edinburgh. And of course, Charlie's school breaks up. Anyway, to to cut the admin short, today was like the last day I've had with Joe, just the two of us, with like no childcare and no... Charlie and no you know and I thought and I did this with Charlie actually I said to him you know what what do you want to do I thought I'll make this day like sort of special but I just want it to be whatever he wants to do like what's his number one ideal day and we talked about it and you know what should we do and did we go to the science museum no did we go to London Transport any of the many attractions London has to offer yes or the beach perhaps no 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 a plethora of cultural activities yes no what we did was we went to the Bromley Glades shopping (laughs) centre Blessing. which is both one of both our favourite places on earth nice and uh, we always do the same thing we park on the top level of the car of the multi-storey we go yeah. across the bridge look at the cars then we go to the GUP which is an Octonauts ride on vehicle oh nice and I just plug in all the coins I've found in the house and <laughs> just let nice. them go on the Octonauts machine yeah. again yeah. and again and again and then we went to the uh, toy shop and bought a Paw Patrol toy and then we went of course we did 
to McDonald's. Nice. Even though he had had, and this is the really scummy bit, he had had a McDonald's 24 hours previously <laughs> because I was too hungover and Pete was too hungover to cook him any proper lunch because he had a party. <laughs> Dave, that was really nice. silly. I tried yeah. to talk him into Carluccio's. <laughs> I, I put Nando's out there. I was like, where do you want to go? And he just kept saying McDonald's. And I was like, at the end of the day, it's your special fucking day, son. Yeah. You can have yeah. two McDonald's all the in nuggets. 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. So, I love yes. that you attempted to talk a four-year-old into Carluccio's. Well, um, the spaghetti and meatballs. He loves right, spaghetti right. and meatballs. So that, no, mm. I didn't say. Now, I know Antonio sold the brand <laughs> in 2015, but they still have a very, very strong wine list. Oh. It wasn't like that. But yes, but also in Bromley-related, my son Joe-related <gasps> news. This is this is a bombshell, people. So many, many years ago, Emma, and, and new listeners, um, we were in... Uh, one of the first times we ever got recognised, I was in Bromley Clark's, the shoe right. shop. Yeah. And this woman came up to me, and she was very nice, and she was like, oh, yeah, I, I listened to your podcast and whatever. And we were really overexcited, weren't we? Yeah. that didn't happen to us back yeah. then. Mm. I mean, it, it happens all the time. It's And... <laughs> And, and she was just lovely. And then we started giving her little funny shout-outs on the podcast saying Bromley Clark's lady. And I still don't know her <laughs> name. She, didn't she come up to you and say, are you a scummy mummy? Yes, And you went, right. you, are you a scummy mummy? Yes. And then we, and the lovely thing was, is that we were chatting one day and her husband, Bromley Clark's husband, came up to her and went, are you the scummy mummies? So and we're like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm Bromley Clark's husband. We're like, oh, Bromley Clark's lady. And we, 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 we have been told her actual name, but she will forever be known as Bromley Clark's lady. Oh, that's nice. So we had Joe settling in day at school, the other where you go and you know they get to see their classroom and afterwards we got a message um, from Bromley Clark's lady <gasps> saying, Hi, uh, I don't think you recognise me and I couldn't say hello to um, and I couldn't say hello to you because a bird had just shat all over me and my <laughs> newborn baby and I was trying to deal with it. But I'm Bromley Clark's lady and my son is gonna be in your son's class. <laughs> Oh, and I spoke funny. back and I said, that's wonderful. I never want to know your name. You're always no. going to be Bromley Clark's. Maybe BLC for B- sure. Yes. BLC. Yes. Yeah. So hello, Bromley Clark's lady. I cannot wait to She's see you Monday to Friday, yeah. twice a day <laughs> from September. Morning, Bromley Clark's lady. Oh, Morning, scummy mummy. It's going to be magical. I'm it's excited. meant to be, Ellie. It's meant to be. I think so. It's made me feel a bit better about him starting school because I know there's there's someone in his class who is also a scumbag. At yeah. Least. And, and, you don't and, know and, the name of. Yeah. yeah. Don't care. Don't <laughs> Emma and I have both gone through the second, mm. nay, the last child going to school. Yes. And it's it's full on. It, it is really full on. It's a weird... It really surprised me. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, it's cool, whatever. She goes to nursery. It's fine. And then as soon as I dropped her off, I sat down on my bed and I cried. It just mm. came out of nowhere. Yeah, I went back to an empty, silent house. Yeah. There was no sticky hand in my hand. Mm. And I sobbed. Like audible sob not yeah. just like the oh just something in my eye no properly <gasps> there's some sort of weird release isn't there yeah and then the next day you're fine yeah you're but fine. It, it it is it is a big thing so if anyone else is going through it um yeah take your tissues mm. it's a big thing so yes we've done craft we've done back to school mm-hmm. we've done pornography i mean i feel like we've covered <laughs> done, all the bases yes, working with husbands i mean yeah. it's been lovely i'm a scott child oh, yes if that is your real name <laughs> Cool. So your book, uh, Quick Crafts for Parents Who Think They Hate Craft, is yes. out now. It's out now, yes. Lovely. And we're in Edinburgh, probably as this is going out, aren't Yeah, we? I think so. Yeah, so um, come and see our show. Also, Ellie, our autumn tour, would you believe, is nearly sold out. Oh my, has it? I'm saying that in the future. <laughs> 
No, we've been selling out. We sold out um, Bristol, so we had to yes. add another date. We sold out. That is true. I can confirm that, listener. That's Farnham, factually correct. Farnham, we sold out. Factually correct. Yeah. Anyway, um, but you can get tickets from scummymummies.com. And where can people find you, Emma Scott Child? I will be on the gram mm-hmm. um, at <laughs> Emma <laughs> underscore Scott Child. <laughs> Emma underscore Scott Child. Yes, lovely. I'm um, just doing my thing. Just talking about craft and creativity and kid wrangling and stuff. And yeah, and I also have a website mm-hmm. uh, called thisisladyland.com, mm. which has all sorts of craft and interiors and sort of blogging kind of stuff. Marvellous. Good times. Well, there we go. Good. Well, please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. Tell your friends about our shows. And hopefully we'll be going to a town near you if you live in England. Uh, <laughs> or Scotland. <laughs> Definitely not Melbourne. This must end, Ellie. It must end. Thank you so much, Emma. Thank you so you. much for having me. I've had such a lovely time. Aww. Aww. You're a lovely person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't just go, yeah, because you're a cunt. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye. get your amazing book Emma um they can get it from books <laughs> why do you always we always because have I like your responses <laughs> people know oh, where to buy books I don't want to say Amazon because they don't pay tax do they well alright what what do you expect the guests to say when you say where can what do you think one day they're going to go well um, they're all they're all buried under a hill in Somerset <laughs> you turn left at the third oak tree at mm, Sunset and you'll right. see it marked by a cross that's uh, it yeah <laughs> it's a great book buy it where you buy books ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.